the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Tonight's Andrea K Show. It is Taco Tuesday, and it is run around the studio taking care of technical issues Tuesday as well. Because you know what? We are live here in the AM 1170, the Answer Studios, and you know, all kinds of things of all manners of crazy can happen here. And speaking of crazy, we got a mainstream media host that done gone crazy in a restaurant. And y'all, imagine when I played the clip for you, imagine if it might have been Sean Hannity behaving in such a manner but this story is bigger than one uh, particular um uh bad boy of tv yeah uh-huh this story is bigger than him yes you come here today and the day of my daughter's wedding you insult me yes uh-huh. We're gonna we're gonna break this down. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Wednesday. I could go on and on. <laughs> Please don't. Right now the listeners are begging me. Hey, I'm in a super good mood. Cause you know what? You know who's back with me? The bad boy of radio. It's DJ Carrot Sticks. Can really share it. Give it up for DJ Carrot. I could listen to you do an hour of Godfather. Could you? Reenact the whole thing. I should, I absolutely. Love I love it. Oh, uh, you know what? I can do all the characters. My, What would be my favorite character to do? Oh, it would have to be Michael. It, it couldn't be that insipid K. Good grief. That was the only problem that I had with the Godfather movie, as well as the casting, is that Diane Keaton in the role of K. I mean, Michael could have done just so much better, right? Don't you think, DJ Carrot Sings? I guess, yeah. Yeah, he's only seen the movie once. By the time I was 13, I had read the book twice and seen the movie countless times. Anyway, we got to move on from my obsession with The Godfather. I know many of you share it. Um, we've got Brian Maloney is going to be here after the break. And Brian Maloney from Media Equalizer and Red Nation Rising is always a great guest to have on because he, he's really inside of all the issues. And we've got a lot to talk about tonight because, you know, in, in addition to a mainstream media uh, TV host cracking in a restaurant, uh, we've got the Democrat 2020 candidate seem to be cracking on the campaign trail in Iowa. We've got to talk about that. We've got to talk about here the left has been uh, continuing to blame President Trump and Trump supporters for inciting and inspiring violence across the nation. We've got another instance of an ICE detention center that has been attacked. And uh, once again, though, we're lucky that no lives were lost in the course of this attack. So we've got a lot to talk about here. Speaking of attacks, speaking of Democrat hypocrisy, blaming everybody else. I don't think I started when I first heard the story that broke this morning. I started to not cover it because I absolutely cannot stand the um, family that is the the family Cuomo. Who I don't know who watches Bravo like 90 Day Fiance. Everything you ever wanted to know what about was wrong with this country can be found on 90 Day Fiance. And there's they even had a spinoff called the Family Chantel. Well, this is the Family Cuomo we got to talk about. And I and I despise these people so much that I almost didn't want to talk about this story. But I feel like it's got it's so much bigger than Cuomo. 
And if you haven't heard the clips, DJ Carrot Sticks worked his fingers to the bone because trying to beep it out because that's how absolutely filthy and uh, abominable Chris Cuomo's behavior was. And why? Because somebody called him a name at a fictional character out of a movie. Listen to this. I thought, that, I thought, I thought that's who you were. No, punk-ass bitches from the right call me Fredo. My name is Chris Cuomo. I'm an anchor on CNN. Oh, you're much Fredo really? was from the Godfather. He was that weak brother. Isn't that your And they use it as an Italian aspersion. Any of you Italian? Are you Italian? It's a fucking insult to your people. It's an insult to your fucking people. It's like the N-word for us. Wow. Is, that, is that a cool fucking thing? You're a much more reasonable guy in person than you seem to be on television. Yeah, but if you want to play... I had to stop it there because, first of all, dude, I mean, clearly this was a setup for Cuomo. So I'm, dig- I'm digging that this guy sets up Cuomo to show a perfect example of the hypocrisy of the left until he starts, oh, you're a different guy than you are on TV. But still, in, in, in spite of the obsequiousness in which this guy traps Cuomo into revealing who he really is, uh, Cuomo still doubles down and actually even gets nastier, even in spite of the fact that the dude who, who videotaped him and called him Fredo was actually trying to suck up to him and make nice. Let's listen on. You got something you want to say about what I do on television and say it, but I'm going to fall you. Hey, listen. What? what? I don't want any problems. Yeah, you're going to have a big problem. What's the problem? It's a little different on TV. Don't insult me like that. I didn't insult you. You call me Fredo. It's like I call you punk bitch. You like that? You want that to be your nickname? I didn't call you that. You called me Fredo. You know my name now. I, I thought your name was. You did not think my name was f***ing Fredo. Don't be a liar. I want to be a man. Stand listen, up like a man. I'm standing up, man. I want to be a man out yeah, here. Then own it. Then own what you said. Then own what you said. I can't listen to that anymore. You want to talk about somebody acting like a man? Acting like a man, Chris Cuomo, is when somebody, when you were a public figure, an alleged anchor on a nightly news, alleged news uh, broadcast, and a, a true man of character and integrity, when called a name of a character, it's like it's like if somebody called me, you know, um, uh, you were talking about Sarah Jessica Parker earlier. If somebody were to call me because I've been I've been accused of looking similar to Sarah Jessica Parker in, in the past. If somebody called me uh, that character from Sex in the City, what? Because I happen to think she's not that attractive of a gal, would I go off screaming? No. Uh, what a, what a true man does in that instance is he lets it roll off his back. A person of, of, of a person who's confident in themselves and a grown man of character doesn't behave that way because somebody calls him a fictional character and then he's got to go then he's got to hide do this is such typical liberal nonsense none of what them have any character integrity liberalism is all about a childish temper tantrum because you don't like something that somebody said about you act like a man oh that reminds me of my favorite line in the Godfather in fact you know what? You're Johnny in The Godfather. You're not Fredo. You're Johnny. One of my favorite scenes in the movie The Godfather is when The Godfather comes around. See, you Godfather, I can't get the part in the movie. What do I do, Godfather? What do I do, Godfather? And he slaps him in the face. He says, you can act like a man. It was not Chris Cuomo who was at. He was not acting like a man. How dare he tell anybody else? And you know what? A true man who's confident himself, who's chosen a career in the public eye, has to understand and accept the responsibility that comes with that, which means that you are a target, just like any other human being, by the way, who actually gets on social media. We are targets. I'm called the C-word. DJ Carrots gets called stuff all the time. We wouldn't get a pass if we responded like this with physical threats of harm. No. That's not acting like a man. 
to threaten somebody because they called you a fictional character? And let's talk about the fact that he then had to try to, uh, in typical true liberal fashion, manufacturing victims. That's what they do, manufacturing victims. Since when is calling somebody Fredo? That has been an analogy that has been used on and on and on and over and over and over and over again by many people on CNN, including Chris Cuomo, who actually referred to himself as Fredo in the past. And and Navarro, who actually referred to Trump, or Don Jr. maybe, as Fredo. This is, this is an analogy that gets referenced. But again, that's so typical of the left. See, they feel completely entitled to use that. And oh, by the way, uh, Ann Navarro, you must be racist. Because Chris Como says that's like the, the equivalent of the N-word, which is so blatantly dishonest. It's such a lie. Don't you dare. Try to act as though this is some kind of slur, some some racist slur. By the way, and since when is being Italian a race? Isn't that an isn't that just a, a national national origin situation? Since do you consider being Italian? Well, I would think right? if you're an Italian American, that's your heritage. That's your heritage. That, that's your that's your national origin. It's not a race, man. Ethnic racial slur, ethnic slur. But oh, by the way, since I feel like I can talk on the subject because I got a lot of family member from what we call the Met in New Orleans, Chalmette, the Italian part of of New Orleans, and no, Fredo is not the uh, considered to be the ethnic ethnic slur name for Italians in New Orleans. It's called. Do you, do you know what it would be called in New Orleans? No. What we would consider to be the ethnic slur, Dago. Dago. It's considered uncool. You know, at least to my, you know, Italian, you know, family and friends down in the New Orleans area. And y- you know what that stands for. It's based upon their accent. It's mocking their accent. Hey, where'd they go? <laughs> that's my, that's my uh, impersonation of it. But then there's another one that I think most Italians around don't like to be called as Guido. I think those are, but ain't Fredo. That's not some fictional character out of a movie. Can you imagine if Sean Hannity had behaved this way? The poli- if this had been Sean Handy, the police would have been called because it would have been considered assault because he literally threatened to throw this man down the stairs. That is assault. Battery is actually following through on it. So I think he, and I'm not a cop, but going back to my old, you know, pre-law days, that would have been considered assault. And at least it would have been if it had been Sean Hannity. Well, and if the guy's threatening him, doesn't he have the right to defend himself? He says, I'm going to throw you down the Stairs, I think he has the right to defend himself if yeah. he threatens him. Yeah. And talk about uh, not, uh, you know, the, the left likes to tell people that we don't have the right to defend ourselves with guns. That it's got to be proportional in, in response. You know, they, they, they love gun control laws that says you can't shoot an intruder in, in the home unless they show equal force. Somebody's broken into your home, I ought to be able to shoot them between the eyes over and over and over again if I want. Well, where was the proportional response here? Some dude calls him a name of a fictional character and he threatens to throw him down the stairs. And then, of course, CNN's response, if it was Sean Handed, he would already be off the air. Laura Ingram almost lost her gig because she pointed out simply for pointing out that David Hogg should be grateful that he got into Harvard because of his SAT scores. But no, CNN spokesperson said they completely, and I quote, they completely support Cuomo after video shows him going on about Freda. They went on to say... Um, that it was uh, that Fredo is an ethnic slur. That is such a lie. Yeah, DJ Karistis, y'all can't see it, but he's laughing right now. Just thinking of all these other characters in movies that are, you know have a nationality to them. Like, so if you call somebody that character Fat B from Austin Powers, he was Scottish. Is that a slur 
or William Wallace or I mean yeah where yeah where does it end see this is and this is actually if you think about it, it's kind of the brilliance of the left in, in which the way that they seize upon words and they use words and exploit words uh, for their power that the conservatives and Republicans we never spend the time that the left does crafty using words hijacking words they they spend 24 hours a day seven days a week 365 looking for ways in which they can gain power over us by manufacturing victims hiding behind the shields of com- this is com- completely manufacturing a falsehood this is just like the okay symbol being considered a racial slur when it never was in fact it was actually a joke that some conservative or somebody put out there on twitter and people actually believe now that it was an ethnic slur that it, that it that it means some kind of that some kind of racist thing i don't even know what it means what racist and it was it was manufactured but because the left is constantly looking for a way to provide a shield for them for their bad behavior, they've got to they've got to pr- provide more and more and more and more and more excuses for their own bad behavior. They've got to come up with a shield. Meanwhile, that same shield that they use to for cover for them to be able to behave any way they want, we're not allowed to use it. It's okay for Ann Navarro, like I said. David Gregory called Donald Trump Jr. Fredo. It's okay for all these people to call conservatives that, but it's not okay for us to use it. That's where we're at. And this is just week after week. It's more and more and more examples of this cultural war that we're fighting. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk to Brian Maloney. uh, From he's from Media Equalizer. He helped save Laura Ingram and Sean Hannity when they were under fire. I want to get his take on this, and then ask him also about the Democrats uh, in 2020. Did y'all see them go to the fair in Iowa? Dude, don't go to the fair. And and if you're going to go to fair, did you care? Don't go and eat pickles. Okay, you got to show yourself better. You got to have a better showing at a, at any fair, particularly one in the Midwest, than eat some pickles. Was it fried pickles? I don't even think they were fried. Oh, what guess, the heck? guess guess what? Twenty twenty Democrat ate the pickles. Oh, Mr. Uh, Vegan. Oh, Belto Rook. Buttigieg. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's another one that uh, that reminds me of Johnny from the Godfather. All right, don't go anywhere. Oh, I hold up, DJ Carrot Uh Tune in later. If you're in San Diego, Southern California, later we're giving out more tickets, two VIP tickets to Chula Vista's Harbor Fest coming up this Saturday. So call in later, 888-344-1170. Call in or you'll be sleeping with the fishes. Or you might wake up with a horse head in your bed. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea K here, recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley, is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job. Your mind's ready. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. 
Mike Gallagher of the Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 6 a.m. If you're looking for intelligent and conservative answers, you'll find them right here on The Answer San Diego. If you live in North County, you can hear those answers on FM 96.1 and still on AM 1170 when in San Diego. That means you get Hewitt, Prager, Gorka, Schneider, Elder, Kay, Horn, Martin, Walsh, and me, Mike Gallagher, on FM 96.1 in North County and AM 1170 in San Diego. We are The Answer San Diego. I would steal pills from my friend's mom. We talk about all the common drugs, but never prescription medication. I was addicted to pills. Had I more knowledge, I would have done things differently. Hi, I'm Congresswoman Jackie Walorski. Opioid abuse and addiction is an epidemic in our communities. Secure your medications and talk with your kids today. Visit drugfree.org to find out how together we can make a difference. There's a news story out today that says Mike Tyson says he smokes about $40,000 of marijuana every month. We're back in the threes on a home mortgage. You heard it right. We're back in the threes. Now's the right time to get you into the threes. I'm sure he got that. That's where he got it after a $30,000 worth of doobies and he got the... We stand out in the mortgage business. We've created products that nobody else has. Like mortgages for the self-employed. Well, now that you know, he's kind of a cult, you know, uh, character now. So he does. He had a cartoon for a little bit. Yeah, he had a documentary where he did. Well, he raced pigeons. Uh, he raced pigeons. So and he, so he's making money here and there. But this is a lot of marijuana. <laughs> That's eight three three eight eight six fund. Make the right choice. We'll get you what you need. Let's update your mortgage today at 833-886-3863. 833-886-FUND. Retroid Mortgage is licensed by the BRE 01943736 and NLS Woman 3253 and is an equal opportunity lender. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. Back in one minute. California is now considering an ethnic studies curriculum for the public schools, and we should all take notice. For decades, California has had an outsized influence on such things as curriculum and textbooks because if a textbook is adopted in California, it's likely also to be adopted elsewhere. I knew this proposed curriculum would be bad, but it's even worse than I imagined. Capitalism is presented as racist. The English language is retooled. The word history, for example, is abandoned because it contains the oppressive word his, which is too rigid representing a gender binarist approach to telling history. Academic disciplines are turned upside down and inside out. The proposed curriculum itself makes it very clear what the objective is, the absolute social transformation of the United States. In essence, we're looking at not only a new curriculum, but the rewriting of history and a redefining of reality. I'm Albert Moeller. Sponsored by ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom. FM 96.1 North County. And AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I'm going to spare y'all any continued impersonations from The Godfather. I could have done Luca Brazzi. May your first child be. See, I can't do the Luke. Remember when he said, May your first child be a masculine child? Yeah, you don't remember that DJ Carrot Sticks. Maybe my next guest does. Because you know what? Brian Maloney knows everything from Red Wave America and Media Equalizer. He can tell, he knows all the topics of what's happening out there and everything related to entertainment and media. And he joins me now. We're going to put Brian kind of through a round robin of different topics. <laughs> Glad to have you back with me, my friend. Well, that is quite a buildup on that. <laughs> uh, well, let me ask you this <laughs> do, do you like the Godfather movie as much as I do? I haven't seen him in a long time. Um, you know, it's been it's been a while. 
That's okay. But, uh, Goodfellas. I could. I probably could tell you more about Goodfellas. No, yeah, you know that's not my movie, but that's okay because even if you're not uh, a, as much of a fan of The Godfather as I am, we all know who Fredo is, right? And right, we all right, know right, that right, it's right. not an ethnic slur, Brian Maloney. No, no, and not only that. And I posted an image of this today at Red Wave America. There is a Cadbury has a chocolate a cartoon character they sell around the world called Fredo. Um, which <laughs> okay. they sell it almost every country except the U.S. It's a kind of an international thing, pretty big a kid's uh, character in a lot of countries. And so I was just dying laughing as I posted because are they going to have to change that name? I mean, they've had that thing for ages. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this, this is all so absurd. But what is it about CNN and why do they have to have such weirdos working for them? I don't understand it. Yeah, you know, it, it. his reaction was so over the top that it's like clearly he's got some kind of insecurity compared to his to his, his brother. Uh, you know, his slip is showing, which is an old reference that a lot of people don't know. Of course, I'm from the South. Women still wear slips there. Um, but, I mean, but even if there's not something that, that um, is going on with the family, the, the sibling rivalry, uh, it's still such an over-the-top bizarre reaction. It literally has me wondering um, if we didn't see a side of him that, that he's tried to hide, but maybe the rest of his family has seen too well, because it was flat-out abusive and, violent and, and threatened violence against somebody. If that had been any conservative in media, especially Sean Hannity, he had already been fired in the Cops would have been called, and he probably would have had charges placed against him. Am I wrong? Well, that's exactly right. And I don't know if you saw the headlines as well, but Don Lemon has been slapped with a lawsuit Ooh. over supposedly harassing a guy in a bar. Um, it's a sexual harassment lawsuit. It just hit a couple hours ago, and it hasn't gotten all that much uh, attention yet. But I think, you know, I think these CNN guys have really thin skins, and I think that we ought to really antagonize them, just poke around a little bit more, because I think we could really set them off, and I think they deserve it. I, I, it's not something I make a habit out of doing out there, but, I mean, I think these guys are so over the top, so out of line, and have been for so long. The arrogance, that Brian Stelter clown, um, yeah. you know, Cuomo, Anderson Cooper's out of control, Don Lemon is a weirdo. They've always hired weirdos. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, it's coming back to haunt them, and nobody's watching. I mean, they have to force people to watch. Um, through the, you know, this airport contract they have sits on every TV at the airport terminal because they pay the airports to run CNN. They force it. Now, this is what people don't know. I think most Americans still don't know that. Yeah, and it's a really good point. Uh, we're talking to Brian Maloney from Red Wave America. Uh, yeah, CNN, um, you know, that spent two and a half years lying to the American people all day, every day, telling the American people that they had evidence how many times did they have little shifty Schiff on there saying, I, even after the Mueller report came out, they continued to put him on there to say he had, there is actual evidence of Trump colluding with the Russians and interfered in the election, and he had seen it. I mean, it right. was propaganda worse than anything Pravda well, put over on the American people. So you've got the, that they're nothing but a, a literally a lie factory, a propaganda machine, in conjunction with the fact that you've got Don Lemon, who gotten drunk on air and continues to cast the most despicable accusations against Trump and Trump supporters for being responsible right. for these for these slaughters in El Paso and Dayton. You got Anderson Cooper with all of his, you know, weird stuff that he says. Um, although really by comparison to Brian Stelter and, you know, Cuomo, yeah. he seems like he's got the most 
uh, rational behavior on there. But really, um, it, it hopefully this will actually have their ratings go down even further. So um, got to move on because I want your take on uh, we've gotten more uh, a little bit more come out from this Epstein situation today. I'm curious as to why his his island pedophile island was just now raided by the FBI. Why why did that happen after the guy? Uh, supposedly suicided himself. We find out now that the guards, one of which wasn't even an actual real uh, probation, uh, not probation guard, but um, prison guard that was overseeing him. This wasn't, it wasn't just irregularities, Brian Maloney. Uh, this is, this to me smacks of, and it could be because of the, of the fiasco that we've had in the deep state coup attempt after covering up the crimes of Hillary Clinton. But this just isn't passing. There's something hinky going on here, isn't there? Well, there really is, Andrea, and I think that the what what I hope is that this story does not fade, um, you know, a busy news cycle because I think the media desperately wants us to move on and forget the guy ever existed, and I hope that we don't forget and we keep this going like we did with Benghazi and a few other stories where we kept it alive. We need to keep this one alive. You know, everything. Any evidence was stripped off of that island ages ago. They should have raided that island 10 years ago, longer, you know, to wait until now. There's not much. And I've seen recent photos of it. I'm sure you have, too. There's not much left on that island. There really isn't. Um, and, and in the meantime, anyone could have, any, I, you know, anyone from living nearby or whatever could have been there goofing around and probably has been. So, you know, there's, they're not going to find much there. I'm sure the place has been stripped clean. But look, that the New York Times story that appeared last night from this reporter who met with Jeffrey a year ago um, and couldn't write about it until after his death. If you read all of that, it was pretty incredible. I mean, he basically, he really did make it clear to the reporter that he had the goods on an incredible number of people. Mm-hmm. One person who's been getting away with murder and all this is Elon Musk, who is the king of the taxpayer subsidies, um, whose personal wealth is on the backs of, of American workers. Um, and he is in deep with this guy, and, and that has just been bubbling under. There's a whole bunch of other people. All the powerful elite are tied to this guy, yeah. and, and we all knew the guy was going to die. We all, I mean, we all joked about it, didn't we, for yeah. weeks? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we knew it. We knew it when it happened. I just like, well, tell me something else. Like, you know, tell me something I didn't know. I mean, it just, no one was surprised, and I think that just shows how corrupt the swamp truly is. Yeah, it is because there was no excuse for him whether he whether it was actually following protocol or not. That two weeks after he supposedly attempted to kill himself, although really it was kind of bizarre circumstances in which they found him. Then, um, so let's say it was normal for them to remove him from suicide watch at the behest of his attorney and the psychiatrist at the facility. There should have been U.S. marshals watching him twenty four seven through cameras as well as inspecting, being inside the facility. They should have been outside his door cameras on him there should have been nothing that he could use in that room to do in any way to harm himself if it meant that he had no no bed that he had nothing but some kleenex tissue to, to to keep himself warm there's no excuse for this happening because he did have the goods we are talking about here we've got all these democrats all day every day oh the children at the border and this and that you know being separated from their families we are doing nothing in this country Nothing at all to address the fact that we have thousands and thousands of girls, children, girls being trafficked for sex. And here we had an opportunity to bring down one of the ringleaders of a huge, for decades long, child trafficking, sex trafficking ring that included 
big names of elected officials, and they didn't watch him. Well, that's right. And the powerful elite, you know, they really haven't lost much power at all. The first time they've ever really been threatened in ages is by this president, uh, and, and that's why they're doing everything they can to bring him down. But at the same time, I think what it what this reveals to us is just how much work is ahead because they're not planning on giving up power anytime soon. And anyone that gets in their way gets killed. And and I mean everybody knows that something fishy happened, even if he technically committed suicide or whatever, which I really doubt. Uh, but even if he did, the circumstances were created so that he could. Yes. You know, one way or another, he was manipulated into being suicided. Suicided is now a verb. Because of Bill and Hillary Clinton, yeah. it is now, you know, suicided was not a term or a word that we had before now, and now we have it. Well, I, what's your theory? See, my theory is is that I believe, I agree with Rod Rosenstein, that pedophiles, when they're busted, for a variety of reasons, particularly one at this level, what, what, we, what he was going to have to face in terms of a trial and, and public humiliation and all of his deepest, darkest, you know, stuff revealed to the world, as well as what he might be facing in prison. I believe he personally did want to kill himself, and I believe that he that he had many people out there, including the Clintons, that, that would love to have, have been the Kevorkian to assist. But what's your yeah, theory? The trial, though, the trial. See, I don't think he would have been afraid at all to testify in the trial because he would have turned it into a, uh, you know, a, a soapbox thing about how, how the laws against, you know, underage sex or whatever. You know, I mean, some of these interviews where he would talk about how it was an abomination or whatever, he would have used it for all of that. I think the what it boiled down to for him is better to commit suicide on your own terms uh, now than wait for them to torture you to death, you know, North Korean style, which is what awaited him in the future. And I think yeah. that is what, so even if he committed suicide, it was forced, you know, I mean, the, the circumstances were created to compel him to do so, which means it's still really not a suicide. It's really not. Right, right. One way or another, somebody else had had uh, the desire and the means to, you know, manipulate and, and make sure that he didn't have the goods. If we have any justice in this country, if we actually do have an attorney general and a, and a even somewhat remotely functioning Department of Justice, given the fact that there was conspiracy charges, they're now looking at the female pimp, although we, how many people have known about her all these decades? Why are they just now looking at her? Um, yeah. the, you know, there still should be criminal charges, a, a criminal trial going forward, as well as, you know, civil uh, trials yes. against the estate by the victims. And we need to have that happen in this country. But what but, you know, people like um, George Mitchell and uh, Bill Richardson, right. had they had they been yeah. Republicans? Be, that would be the big story all day, every day. Well, absolutely. Bill Richardson, have you heard any outcry against him? No, because he is one of the liberal chosen elite. He always has been. He is part of their club. Um, and, and Mitchell, I don't know, but, but Richardson, absolutely. So and now this Maxwell woman, I mean, she is the daughter of Robert Maxwell, the old newspaper baron in Britain who was one of the most colorful characters there. And she's had a horrendous reputation her entire yes. life. I mean, they had to know all about her. So all this has been going on in plain sight all this time. And I think the people feel powerless right now. We realize yes. that the elites have their own set of rules. The swamp has its own set of rules that they play by. Um, that we're held to a different standard, and I think we're all completely, absolutely fed up. Yeah. It's them against us every single day. 
That's right. And, you know, uh, there needs to be, uh, you know, I'm looking at this. Uh, I'll have to let you go after this. I'm looking at this roundup of these Democrat candidates who went into Iowa who they're so bad. You know, I don't care that you're you're a, a vegetarian. Buttigieg, eat yourself a hot dog, man. I mean, have we ever seen this is the dumbest round of Democrat candidates. But what I'm concerned about going into 2020, I don't feel threatened by any of them, but I, no. I'm concerned about voter, uh, voter suppression in the form of going into 2020 of Republicans and conservatives feeling disheartened that some of the most critical agenda items like uh, draining the, the, de- the, the swamp, routing out the deep state, and actually hold- it's not enough to do investigations and reports. Conservatives want to see prosecutions, and I'm concerned that if we don't get them, that people are going to stay at home and that we might ha- you know, we might not be victorious in 2020. Uh, 30 and seconds, your thought. Yeah. Stop- the GOP has to stop the ballot harvesting and the, the theft of elections. I don't hear them saying a word about nope. any of it. Are they going to let those Orange County districts be stolen again through ballot harvesting? Of course. You know, as far, it doesn't look like the GOP is, is doing anything. They're just being completely inept. Uh, I think I think people should stop sending them money until they show us they're going to stop fraud and stop all of these stolen elections. All right. Brian Maloney, Red Wave America. Thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Thank you. Go watch The Godfather this weekend if you don't have anything to do coming up. <laughs> All right. Now, stay tuned. If y'all have anything to do this weekend, coming up in a little bit, we're going to be giving away two VIP tickets to Chula Vista's Harbor Fest coming up this weekend. Food and fun and water activities and all kinds of art and even pet parades. Listen, the weather's going to be gorgeous, and I can't think of anything more fun for y'all to do. And you can go for free with two VIP tickets, 888-344-1170. Give us a call uh, the next break. Not the, this break, DJ Carrot Sticks, or the next? No, the next one. Following break. Stay tuned. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Arias offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. Energize your relationship. Join our sister station, K-Praise, at the Revive Listener Event. Friday, September 20th, join relationship experts Greg and Aaron Smalley from Focus on the Family, guest speaker Margie Hill, musician Michael Sanchez, and comedian Dennis Gaxiola. Married, dating, or single, looking for love? Join us Friday, September 20th, 7 p.m. at Shadow Mountain, El Cajon. $25 for couples, $15 for singles. Get your tickets now at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Sponsored by Southern California Seminary. With our high utility rates, the last thing you need is to waste energy. If your home comfort system is constantly cycling on and off, or if you have hot or cold pockets in your home, that's a red flag. 
Proper maintenance prolongs the life of your system and saves you money on energy costs. Jackson and Foster Heating and Air have been honored as a North American Contractor of the Year for providing superior service and top quality HVAC products at affordable rates. They're pretty proud of that award and look forward to showing you how they earned that honor. They offer 24-hour emergency service on every major brand. They won't try to sell you a new system if you don't need one and will never recommend any parts that are not necessary. Call Jackson and Foster Heating and Air for a cleaning and inspection. Mention radio and save $25 on your service call. Jackson and Foster Heating and Air. Our family, serving your family since 1931. Call 619-667-4328. 619-667-4328. 619-667-4328. Um, excuse me. Yes. In case you haven't noticed, advertising has changed over the years. What? Now, there's digital. You need Salem Surround. When a customer does a search, do they find your business or the competition? Is your business's contact information accurate and everywhere it should be on the web? How about the right tools to turn visitors into leads? Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence. Learn more at surroundsandiego.com. Surroundsandiego.com. Dennis Prager here with some information you are going to want to know to make the most of the dog days of this San Diego summer. Don't spend your evenings and weekends inside running up the electric bill and overworking your air conditioning. Invite your friends, neighbors, and family over to a backyard barbecue. Prepare the most gourmet feasts on your brand new grill. Sourced from the place I know and trust, the Warm Hearth Fireside and Patio Shop in La Mesa. The experts at the Warm Hearth can cater to any preference or taste with their immense inventory of brands and models to choose from. They carry pellet and charcoal, ceramic and gas grills, even an Italian style pizza oven from every name brand leading manufacturer. While you're there, take a peek at their beautiful showroom of fireplaces, keeping in mind that it won't be quite this hot forever. The Warm Hearth Fireside and Patio Shop on the corner of Jackson and La Mesa Boulevard or online at warmhearthfireplaceandpatio.com That's warmhearthfireplaceandpatio.com FM 96.1 North County AM 1170 San Diego The Answer AK Dynamite and Address or just Andrea K Whatever you call her don't call her fake news It's the Andrea K show on The Answer San Diego Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Okay, show. Glad to have y'all here with me. I'm especially glad to have my buddy DJ Carrot Sticks back with me. He took a few yeah, days yeah. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went out of town. Were you glad to get? You know what? San Diego ain't a bad place to come back to, is it, bud? It is always an amazing place to come back, mainly because my family and friends. Okay, good. I'm glad they're. I'm, I'm sure they're glad to hear that. You're uh, one of them. You're my friend. Well, thank you. Yeah, I like to think so. Um, so did you hear a big story? You're a bike rider. You ride your bike. Um, not professionally. You're 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 part of a bike club. You guys cruise, looking cool, low you know, and, and slow. You're low and slow, and all y'all's beach cruisers. But there was a big. Uh, did you hear about Lance Armstrong this weekend? No, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so I, you know he he rode in Tour de France, uh, you know, and won like seven times or whatever. Wasn't he, was he very aerodynamic? Yeah, and wasn't he stripped of a, of a lot of those titles after it found out that he was juicing? Blood doping, yes. Blood doping, yeah. Well, you know, in spite of the fact that he suffered that humiliation and that and that shame, he, you know, he decided that he was going to tweet out that what a great day he was having because he smoked Vice President Pence. Out on the bike path. 
Um, dude, when you're bragging, I mean, the, the responses were absolutely hilarious. When, when it, former professional cyclist smokes a dude who's 20 years older on a bike trail, really, if that's how you got to, if that's all you got, how you got to be proud of, then you're, you're in the same boat with Cuomo, Fredo and Johnny. Right. I mean, are you, do you ever take pride? Do you ever take pride when you, when you beat some old dude, you go, you pass an old dude down on the boardwalk? Never. No, not at all. Yeah. That's just, that's strange. It's, it's strange. I I wish Pence would have kicked them off his bike because Pence, I think in a fist fight, Pence would win (laughs) in a bike race. Yes. Lance Armstrong might win. But Pence, I, I wish he would have just kicked him, given him a little sidekick as or, he went by. Or, you know, have have a little, you know how they have those little feelers that stick off the off the tires on cars? Yeah. It, or something like a James Bond, like, spike that could come off like of the... chariot races. Yeah. <laughs> the wheels, yeah. Hit a button. Anytime any liberal gets too close to him on his bike, he hits a button and he can yeah. shred him. Yeah, because, you know, Lance Armstrong, he deserved that. He deserved to have his face skint on, on some gravel. Uh, for tweeting that out. Um, he's about as stupid as some George Washington University students. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to what's been going on over Hong Kong. We talked a little bit about it last night. I watched um, uh, the Epic Times has a great video out with their um, gal from China who is the editorial director of their uh, reports of what's going on in China. And she summarized really succinctly what's going on and why these young people are protesting and the contrast between them what they're and why they're protesting compared to the United States of America is truly telling because you know Hong Kong the deal was is that Hong Kong when they were given back over to mainland China rule was that they would stay autonomous they would have a c- continued control over their legislation over their judicial system basically that they would just stay themselves and then uh, uh, mainland China passed some law allowing for the extradition of criminals from Hong Kong. And that's when as, and that's when the young people are like, oh, we can see where this is going. This authoritarian state coming down on us. On top of it, according to Epic Times, they felt that their speech was being uh, limited. They were not, not allowed to criticize mainland China. They felt that their textbooks were being hijacked for indoctrination in their schools. Any of this sound familiar? Our young people over in this country are actually arguing for the authoritarian Marxist policies that these young people over in Hong Kong are out protesting against. They're out there literally saying to reporters that they are willing. These are real freedom freedom fighters. They are willing to die, young people, willing to die on the streets for their freedoms, to protect their freedoms. And what do we have going on? At least at George Washington University, we've got students there signing a petition. It's a fake petition, by the way, um, that's based upon the fact that the symbol of a white man at the street crossing is racist. And it's not inclusionary enough. Yeah, say what? I was so struck by the contrast between these young freedom fighters who know, who, who, who can feel their freedoms being sucked away from them and the fear that they have and saying, we're not going to we're not going to tolerate this. Meanwhile, we've got we've got college students here, and by the way, they want us to pay their student loans for this. These same college students, they're actually signing a petition because uh, the the symbol of, of of a man walking across the street is oppressive. They want us to pay their student debt off. That's insane. How can we do what? What was that um, transfer students when students used to transfer? 
I say we swap out the young people from Hong Kong and trade. Student exchange? Do, yeah, do a student exchange program. Because I would love to take some of these Hong Kong freedom fighters that are over there fighting for freedom. Fighting basically, carrying signs, by the way, for the Second Amendment. We need more of them. I got on my light box tonight. Uh, leave Cuomo, take the cannolis. I think we need to, we need to get, you know, do, do likewise. We need to get rid of these United States, these liberal college students, and we need to bring in some Hong Kong students. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to go to the phones. We've got more to talk about here on the show, and we're also going to give away two VIP tickets. Call now during the break. Call now during the break, 888-344-1170, and win two VIP tickets to Chula Vista's Harbor Fest coming up this Saturday at the 17th. Fun, food, music, pets. It's just going to be a smorgasbord of fun. And stay tuned. We're Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Your life is an important one. Here at The Answer, San Diego, we want to hear how this station is making a direct and positive impact on your life. Each day, our programs and hosts enter your busy world of responsibilities and challenges. And every day, it's our wish that what you hear on this station positively affects you and your family. We may be your main source of much-needed information, or we may provide you a perspective about the world that's truthful and timely. Maybe it's giving you unique insights at just the right time. These interactions happen regularly, and we love for you to tell us about it. Here's what we want you to do. Visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com and type in the keyword story for all the details. Then record a video message and share your story with us. For sharing your impact story with us, you'll automatically be eligible to win a grand prize of a $1,000 gift card. So share your story today. Visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com and use the keyword story for all the details, contest rules, and to submit your video. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Keyword story. Andro 400 Max, man, that's a game changer. You know, I don't eat as much as I used to. And when his name was Scott. And I don't feel deprived. I've lost 37 pounds and a spare tire around my waist is gone. I mean, it's gone. Plus, I've got a lot more energy. You know, I couldn't be happier. Now, listen to what Bill said about Andro 400. I have tried all kind of different things to lose weight for years. And this thing is crazy. I've lost 20-something pounds. This is the best product I've ever tried. I don't get the urge anymore for sweets. It's amazing. 
Guys, do you want to curb your appetite, lose fat, and feel great? Then try Andro 400, the natural testosterone booster that melts belly fat. Call 1-888-400-0435, 888-400-0435, or go to andro400.com, andro400.com. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. Stocks rebound today from a steep oversold opening decline and in sharply higher, erasing yesterday's decline and more, triggered by hopes and indications that there could be some progress in the long China trade situation. President Trump says he'll delay uh, more China. I would just congratulate Scott and also let him know that we're giving more tickets out tomorrow and Thursday. There is real progress. In a way, it's the club or the carrot chapter in the art of the deal. Let's just hope it works. July's consumer prices edge up three-tenths, but only 1.8% year-to-year. The Treasury tent up four at once from the rate, maybe two. And oil prices up 5%. CBS and Viacom, after a three-year effort, finally get to merge. Now, who do they buy to get contact if they want to compete with Disney and Netflix? Toyota to hire hundreds of U.S. workers in Indiana. And Uber is at an all-time low. But Holland with the answer on the day on Wall Street. FM 96.1 North County AM 1170 San Diego The Answer Andrea K bringing the world a much needed reality check you're listening to the Andrea K show on The Answer San Diego Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show congratulations to Scott who called in during the break and won himself a couple of VIP tickets yeah 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 to uh to uh, Har- Chula Vista's Harbor Fest this coming Saturday. And we're going to continue to give out tickets tomorrow uh, tomorrow night and Thursday night. And then Friday, we're going to give out another book of Liz Wheeler's. It was like a shark feeding frenzy for her book last Friday when we did that giveaway. So uh, that will be Friday night. We just given, uh, we, we not the Chris Cuomo of broadcasting, right? I mean, we don't beat down anybody. We, we love to give away. We pass along the love here, don't we, DJ Carrot Stick? Honk, honk. Yeah, we passing along the love. Um, okay, speaking of getting, you know, we started the show by talking about the left and their hypocrisy and their threats of violence. And, to, oh, the Trump, Trump needs to tone down the rhetoric after El Paso and Dayton. By the way, why isn't anybody telling Elizabeth Warren to tone down the rhetoric? Because, uh, you know, the Dayton shooter was an Elizabeth Warren fan. What did Elizabeth Warren tweet out last Friday? Remember Friday was the anniversary, the fifth anniversary of Michael Brown and the fifth anniversary of the lie that literally was pushed by the Obama administration until they had to admit in March of 2015 that hands up, don't shoot was was a was a flat out lie. Didn't happen. The Democrat Party is still pushing that narrative. That's a narrative that resulted in riots, personal uh, losses, property damage. And, you know, Elizabeth Warren. The Dayton shooter's uh, favorite politician tweeted out again that that Daryl Wilson murdered Michael Brown. That hands up, don't shoot, lie, was directly responsible for what, five or six police officers to be gunned down in Dallas, two in Baton Rouge, two shot in the head in New York City, and they're and they're now out there now, continuing to propagate a lie. The same lie that Black Lives Matter was pushing. And then a while back, we had AOC and Ilhan Omar that had inspired uh, the manifesto, according to a guy who attacked and tried to bomb an ICE facility in Portland. And then over the weekend, shots were fired at a Texas ICE office with people inside the building. 
Now, why would somebody do that? Oh, maybe because the left has all day, every day been lying, saying that women have been forced to drink out of toilets and that children are in cages. They haven't been in cages since Obama was president. People could have died. I'm not seeing, I got monitors up. I'm not seeing any of the news outlets actually talking about this. This is a direct result of the left. Literally inciting violence. Against innocent people. And by the way, there might be some people who work for ICE that don't believe in the policies or what's been going on. Many, you know, who knows? This is an attempted murder, actually, of ICE officers. And yet we still have Democrats going around falsely accusing them of committing crimes against detainees. It's absolutely abysmal. Um, all right, another story. Got I got a, you know, it's August, DJ Karistix. I almost forgot. I was cruising the channels over the weekend, I think it was, and I saw uh, an L.A. Chargers game that was on. I was like, oh, my gosh, I forgot. We're in preseason. That's how out of touch and how non-NFL I am as a recovering NFL addict. Are you well, I know you still like your Saints. Well, I, I, yes and no. I mean, I'm anti-NFL. I did want to see this past year. Drew Brees and the Saints did a lot for New Orleans post-Katrina. They continued to do a lot for New Orleans. And I really felt last year that it might have been Drew Brees' last shot at the Super Bowl. And I thought for, just for what he did for New Orleans after Katrina, and still does. Harry Connick Jr. moved out of New Orleans. Mr. Mr. Liberal, in my opinion. He didn't stick around and, and, and help rebuild that community. Drew Brees did. And so for that, I, I like him. But no, I'm not going to be get back on the NFL, especially now. Guess who they guess who they're partnering with DJ Carrot Sticks on social justice warrior and entertainment issues. Kaepernick. Jay-Z. The guy that sold crack to make his first album. That, that makes sense. Yeah. Perfect guy to partner with. Absolutely perfect. Per- perfect guy to partner with the hypocritical left who claims that they care about women. Yet the NFL covered up. Who was it? Who was the NFL uh, the player who beat his wife into uh, into unconsciousness and dragged her out of an elevator? Ray Rice. And, they, and then just recently, that, no, that was no, that Ray, no, Ray Rice was was the guy who was involved in murder, uh, not not of his wife. This was another NFL player who beat his wife to where she was unconscious, or his fiance, and then dragged her out of an elevator, and the NFL hit it. And those are just a couple of examples of the NFL and Jay Z. Well, and Jay-Z got in trouble. Remember when he got beat up by Ivy or whatever her name is? Beyonce's girlfriend or uh, sister? Oh, yeah. And, and the reason it came out is because Jay-Z was having an affair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What a perfect guy to talk about social justice. Yeah. A crack dealer. Crack dealer. A crack dealer who can't sing. I mean, can you name one Jay-Z song? He, he, oh. He did a little riff. Yeah, hobo. thank you. Yeah, you, yeah, nodding doesn't work. Not, yeah, nodding does not work on uh, on radio, my friend. You need you. Okay, no more vacations for you, DJ Hero Sticks. Dynamite drop in there. Yeah, um, yeah. I I don't think that this is going to work. Uh, the reality is, is I don't think the NFL lost as much money as I think a lot of people thought they would. Um, a lot of people continue to watch the games and continue to go to the games, but they were hurt in the pocketbook. Yeah, a little bit, but it, they are still a behemoth of uh, sports entertainment. Unfortunately. They are, and I still don't understand why they've got what is it five hundred one c three status? No, I don't get it. They're still registered as a nonprofit. Where's the outrage on the part of the uh, of the left for that? Oh, because it's entertainment, and they they've got an opportunity to try to control the the message and control minds because they've politicized it. 
And because they're a 5013C, um, the military does flybys for free because the they think it's good advertisement for the military. So right before the NFL, they do the F-16 flyby, red, white, and blue, patriotism, all this kind of stuff, but only to, you know, sell, yeah, make money. Look, I, I you know... I may tune in if, if it looks like Drew Brees, at some point, if it looks like Drew Brees, is, it might make a run for it. Otherwise, I got a tip for y'all. College ball. S-E-C. L-S-U. U-S-C. No. Fight on. No, that ain't S-E-C, baby. We're going to be right back tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Sell your home for top dollar quickly and smoothly. Call Julie Jules Real Estate. Julie has sold over 800 homes using proven marketing strategies and home staging to enhance your home's appeal, entice more buyers, and get you more money than other agents buy. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.